0: And welcome back, y'all. Now, we are very excited to continue our conversations for this episode. For this um, interview, I got to sit down with Ty Wright, who is a parent, who has been um, frequently involved with Friends of and Run Programming. Um, and again, I want to get right into our conversation. But just like the last two episodes, um, both Lahanna and I will be back to, to share some of our, our takeaways as we look towards our next episode. So um, with that being said, we'll move right into Ty and Lahanna and I will be right back.
1: is Tanisha, I go by Ty, um, a native Washingtonian. Um, I actually reside in Ward 8 at this moment, plan on purchasing a home and staying here for Very forever.
0: Exciting.
1: Very exciting. Um, and I'm a mom of three amazing kids. I have two boys and one girl.
0: Uh, okay Ty, so we can start, I think um, the best way to start is just by asking what hey. was your Um, your children's education like before COVID?
1: So before COVID, it was kind of, you know, okay, well, I say for me, because my kids, all three of my kids have asthma. Mm -hmm. So we'll have our good days and our bad days. Um, You know, our worst time was the winter time Mm -hmm. because, you know, other kids get sick and my kids get sick and they're home for like two weeks or Mm -hmm. we're in the emergency room back and forth. So, um, you know, it was rough. Now when COVID hit, I mean, it was a curse and a good thing because they were able to do school from home. You know, for my son, Mm -hmm. um, he was a 4.0 through the whole pandemic. So I can say that was a good thing. Um, My daughter, my 6-year-old, she struggled. She's used to being around her classmates. Mm -hmm. Um, She was in pre-K-3, when pre-K-4 when we first transitioned from COVID. She was upset that she didn't have a graduation. Mm -hmm. They had to graduate through Zoom. Um, now that she, you know, she transitioned to kindergarten, she had a moment, like she broke down one day and was just like, There's no separation mm-hmm. from school to home or from your work from me, my brother, and all of us being in a house together. Mm-hmm. As we live in an apartment, she was like, It's no separation, like we all stuck in here together. I can hear your Zoom, you can hear my Zoom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her sleep pattern was off because she was saying that we were in the house. We wasn't leaving out. Yeah. So everything happened in the house. Mm-hmm. So she just had a moment. She was just like, she was tired. She was ready to go back, you know, go back to school. Mm-hmm. It was kind of nerve-wracking for me because, you know, um, I'm fully vaccinated. I've been vaccinated since February. Mm-hmm. But I did it on the strength of my kids. I didn't want them to suffer. Um, you know, at that moment, I was working in the school and, you know, kids you bring home you know kids going back to school they bring home things you receive things because they hear here they're everywhere as well as adults so i did got vaccinated on the from of my kids mm-hmm. but when they were allowed to go back to school we were still having trouble because recently my daughter was out of school for two weeks because someone came to school you know one of the kids have contracted covid mm-hmm. so we were back to what we were used to doing covid so it, it's kind of a scary situation like my anxiety level has been kind of back and forth and not only just my six-year-old but i have a one-year-old he um you know prior months before this like around september he has he had rsv mm-hmm. which is the new i consider this the baby covid mm-hmm. but you know kids at the young um he was hospitalized he was in and out of the hospital but his oxygen level went down to an 80 which is supposed to have been a hundred yeah so that was kind of scary for me as well um you know, and then they was having issues with COVID as well. So, just having kids in different three different age groups and one minute one school to be out, the other one school to be out. And when I get those calls, I normally take everybody to give you know get actually a COVID test because you never know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I and mean, it's just you know it's it's an up and down thing. But I you know because we've been in COVID, you've been able to do a lot more things. You're able to get on meetings and join different organizations via Zoom. Mm-hmm. So I like that part of it. Um, I miss being outside. I haven't been able to, you know, go outside and see Miss Grendan them because I normally uh, go out, me and my daughter. Mm -hmm. But it was just one activity that I would never forget. The music, um, I think it was the head, they gave us some notes on some pieces of wood Mm -hmm. and they sung this song and, you know, everybody was, they made a song about everybody's favorite foods or different things like that. I enjoyed that so much. I told everybody about this story. It was just like the best, you know, um, prior to us being in the house and being able to get out, Mm -hmm. you know, my daughter was complaining about being stuck in the house for her to get out and for us to do something fun. We had the bamboos, we was able to shake the bamboos and they made uh, the happy birthday with the music symbols. It was cool. I enjoyed it. I wanted to do it again, so.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, what do you think is the most um, like beneficial part of, of Friends of Oxnard Run? What do you think like you're going to take away um, like consistently whenever you go to a program with Friends of Oxnard Run what is like the biggest thing that I think
1: Everybody is friendly mm-hmm. and then you're networking with different people in the community mm-hmm. and just being out getting fresh air you yeah. know, it's so much going on now in this area and just to have a moment where you could just breathe mm-hmm. and just absorb all of nature mm-hmm. itself Yeah um, what I enjoy. And, you know, Ms. Brenda is so um, warming and, you know, very friendly. You feel comfortable talking and if you need to vent about something, she's that person that you could talk to. So I enjoy that the most. Like I said, I've missed it because I've been so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, prior from that, I was doing another position, but I'm somewhere else now. Mm-hmm. So I don't get a chance to get out as much, but I said I'm going to make it my business and my day. I don't care what I'm doing is to make an hour when they're outside Mm -hmm. to go out. And just, that will be my self-care moment because I need that fresh air because I'm so moving all the time and my anxiety has been on 100. Mm -hmm. And I just need to start doing things that I enjoy. Fresh air is the most, the best thing you can ever get is fresh air. Exactly. So just setting time aside to really go out and, you know, enjoy them putting activities together and having families come out. So I'm going to make it my business to start doing that again.
0: And in your, in your opinion, how um, important is it that um, organizations base themselves in the communities that they're trying to work within? So, how often, or how important is it that the that organizations like Four um, actually have like a foothold in the community, and are people and are 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 run by people that like Brenda, who you can go to for anything, or who are very open.
1: That's a big part because you have to you have to build that relationship. Everybody is not open to and receptive of people in the community if they don't know. Mm -hmm. So just by her having those activities and not only just that activity, you know, the year before that, she did an event where she gave out bikes and Christmas gifts. And my kids were able to get, you know, at that time I was struggling. So I was able to participate in that. But to find people that really care about the community and want to see people grow, mm-hmm. and like you said, all of the activities she's doing, she's doing things where she's giving the kids books and different things like that, and bringing other organizations into the park. When they was doing something with uh, water and different things like that, mm-hmm. that's important because you have kids that's not would never be able to get out of their neighborhood, mm-hmm. and for Miss Brenda to bring those things inside for them to be a part of, is big and it's major, and it needs to happen more often.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there anything? just like wrapping up that you want to make sure that gets put in? Um. Keep
1: having it, keep doing more and more, mm-hmm. you know, try to target and maybe even partner with some of the organizations that are in the community. Like I work for Far Southeast Collaborative,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so partner with other organizations so that that information can be out to everyone mm-hmm. or even giving the information to schools, you know, the schools they use like their notify their um systems like class dojo and Seesaw to broadcast information through the to the parent, and so maybe you know finding a way to get that information out to the different schools that's in this area so that more families can participate. you know I wish that time was set aside for all kids to come out and be able to enjoy now the school is back in session a lot of you know kids are not able to come, but it's okay for the parents to come out we can mm-hmm. use their time to you know um introduce ourselves and network with different moms mm-hmm. and different people from the community. So, like I said, I'm gonna put my that time aside when they do have events and try to get out more, just, you know, not just for the fresh air, but just, you know, talking and learning different, different things and bringing it back home to the kids and share with them as well, so.
3: Okay, so, um, as mentioned previously, we had the chance to sit down and interview parents and guardians. And um, in particular, we had the chance to sit down and interview Ty Wright. And um, I think Ty Wright's interview uh, highlights the importance of the work that's being done by Friends of Oxenron. Ty had mentioned that it took for her going to a Friends of Oxenron program to realize how important getting fresh air was for her and her health and how just overall self-care is important. And I'm um, just just thinking back to the pandemic overall, I think like Something that Ty highlighted was like how this pandemic has forced us all to reflect upon our self-care practices. And I'm also like to just take a step away from the busy culture. What do you think, Elijah?
0: Yeah, I, I think I mean, one of the first things that Ty talked about how, I mean, that just parenting during COVID has just been tough. It's been tough for everyone. It's been tough for her. Um, and I think, I mean, she was talking about how um, the ability to, to network and, and get into the community, talk to other people, um, talk to other parents and get out in nature and just like breathe has been such a big thing for her. Um, and I think that's, I mean, that's, again, like we, I mean, we've talked about it in the last, in the last two episodes that like this, the ability for Friends of Oxenaround to provide spaces like this, um, and, you know, have that kind of foothold in community is, is such an amazing aspect of, um community advocacy and of advocacy groups um like friends of Ox and run and i think i i'm always like in awe about how just successful all these things have been going how like mm-hmm. positive everybody talks about Friends of oxen run um and i think it's, it's just absolutely amazing
3: yeah i just can't like i'm so excited to see how the rest of the community will like benefit from what like, the discovery of Ox and run like I can't imagine how impactful this this park will be once more people learn more about it.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely um, amazing. I think it'll it also be amazing for for the community to to have an organization that really cares about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I think it's very clear that Ab and, and Brenda very much care about the people um, and mm-hmm. the community in day itself um, and even. It's just a Ward Ward Seven, so I think, like, it's it's very obvious that these people care, that these leaders care, and it's very amazing that Ward Seven and Ward Eight, more importantly, Ward Eight, um, have, um, you know, people that really want, want to fight for them.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if if Friends of Ox and Ranch programs have people reflecting about like like self care practices and the importance of nature, I'm just really excited to see like the work that they will do down the line, and also. I like really want to attend one of their programs. Like, just I, just leave I, would,
0: it there. Kill, I would absolutely kill to go. I know I know Brenda will take us at some point, but um, it's going to be at the top of my list to get out to a Friends of Run program at some point.
3: Agreed. Well, again, that was that was our takeaway from Ty Wright's interview. Um, we have some more interviews coming up with parents and guardians, and um, up next I believe we have is Laura. So yeah, stay tuned to hear all about Laura's interview.